podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Lewis Hart for Boxing Social in association with Empire Fight Store and HouseOfBoxing.com. Delighted today to be joined with Mr. Chris Eubank Sr. and Harlem Eubank. Um, a big, big announcement came last week. Um, you've brought your uncle Eubank Sr. onto the management team. Um, first of all, we'll start with you, Harlem. How, how good does it feel so close to the Brighton? Uh, Brighton date, the homecoming that, you know, it's just added much more to the excitement for the fight. Feels great. Feels right on time uh, for my uncle to be by my side going into this fight back home in my city, um, a place where he headlined 32 years ago on my birthday. Um, three years later, I was born and, and we're heading back to Brighton to headline a big boxing card and, and, and bring big boxing nights back to the city. Chris, how does it feel to, to be working with Harlem now and, and, and advising him in, in the way that you want to? Well, I've always been actually working with him. Uh, advising him as I want to, well, I've got to be very careful with that. I have fun conversations with him, uh, and those conversations are based on the stories that I've been through, and those stories become experience for him, what to do and what not to do. So... It's, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. Uh, the great thing about uh, Harlem is that he, he, you know, he's obedient uh, as, a, as a son, should be. Uh, nephew, I know, but more son in that, you know, I lost my brother, he lost his father, and it's my duty now to actually uh, be a father figure to him, especially in this, what they called, uh, what they call professional boxing. Professional boxing is a very dangerous way of life, and it's run by it's run by uh, unthinking people. Uh, I have to think about it because I know the damage that is done to two fighters uh, by these unthinking people who have uh, their egos in front of their in front of themselves, if you will. Um, and I want to bring back some semblance of normality in terms of the way structure you know, should be followed. And that is the British Boxing Board of Control. You know, we have to abide by their rules. And we have to abide by you know, their uh, 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 behavior. Yeah, they, they look for decorum in, in the young men who are uh, participating in the great game what they call the great game of, game of boxing. They're, they're looking for uh, majesty, grace, style, uh, uh, good conduct. Uh, they're looking for these men to be examples to the others. I became one, so why can't we all become the inspiration for you know, the guys coming up behind us and the guys who are standing alongside us? With what you were saying there about boxing, you know, it's full of all different characters. I'm sure in your professional career, you've experienced you know, all different types of people. And even after your career, um, with the people that you've been around, have experienced all different types of people. How important is it that you, you make Harlem aware of these guys and you know that sort of with your experience, you can bring that on board to put him in the best possible, best sort of guide him in the best possible way? Well, he's already aware, which is why I am part of the management team. Now it's, now it's about... You know, he's tired of talking and he's tired of waiting. Okay, so I can talk and there's no more waiting with me. We're going to be in that ring minimum, minimum six, seven times a year. Okay, so, you know, so he, you know, now he's lit, as he should be. Uh, 
all he needs is just a little bit of a flame behind him to, no, let's say wind, a little wind behind him. I'm that wind. That's right. And I'm gentle at his back, but I'm fierce in front of him clearing the path so he can do and show the people what they are being deprived of. You're watching boxers today who can't box. They certainly don't want to fight because fight is actually walking into the fire. They, they haven't signed up for that. That's what he has signed up for. And, uh, and so my objective uh, is to actually uh, allow him to show the people what it really looks like boxing. You, know, you can't compare the skills of these fighters you have today to, to, to Harlem's. Well, one thing I did want to say about you, Harlem, is obviously, you know, you have a family that's illustrious with boxing and so much experience, but for you, it was, you know, you was at Brighton on the weekend. That's really where it all started. Um, you started playing for Brighton, and now, it's almost in a way, you're sort of playing catch-up to the guys that are around in and around you. Does it show how far you've came um, that you're in and around these guys where they're probably, you know, more experienced than you are in, in, in a long career of boxing? I've, I started this thing late. Um, I came into boxing at 18, and I've committed my life to it every day since that point in time. Um, so I have been playing catch-up, and I'm at a point now where I've learned my craft, I've dedicated everything I have to give to this sport, and now it's the stage is set for me to show the people um, what all that hard work has achieved. When you see the, the, the such history of your family, how important is it that you embrace that name and you know, it's all, the people around you that you know, bringing Chris on board that you embrace that your 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 name the, the family name has such a legacy and you will sort of continue to to push that legacy on more and more. Yeah, it's um, it's a great you know it's it's an unbelievable legacy that my uncle, the king of boxing in the UK, you know and globally, in my opinion, an inspiration to me to, to get into the sport and a standard bearer in the sport for, for how he conducts himself and, and how he you know, guides the, the people coming after him. And it's beautiful to have him by my side going into this next phase of my career where you know, I'm coming into my prime and I'm, I'm ready to to put in them performances that, that make people stop and, and, and think, you know, I'm going somewhere here. It's not going to be stop and think. You see how humble he is? I'm not humble. Not like that. No, not just, oh, you know, this guy, he's brilliant. Okay, and if he wasn't brilliant, I wouldn't say it because obviously I'll be standing next to him. To show, to, 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 to help show uh, the public what he is and what he can do. Uh, we're, you know, we're no longer uh, looking at we we are, or he is. So my my job is to show just that he is, and uh, all comers. Uh, we're, we're first concentrating on on who. We want Conor Ben first and clear up domestically, and then go on to to the rest of the world to the US in the division that's thriving and I'm going to be a big part of that. Did you just say Conor Ben? Well, 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 wow. Yes, that's right. 147. This is his last fight at 140. Now he's 147. Now this is the right fight. You're looking for you back, Mr. Nigel Ben. Okay, well, now you have one. One that will not be boycotted. 
That's why the fight didn't happen and it will never happen. Harlem Eubank, Conor Ben will happen. Okay, and there's no reason why it shouldn't. He's talked it up enough, okay, but now you have a proper Eubank to go up against. Someone your pick on someone your own size. Well seem yeah, with they are now. Okay, so again, okay, that is something uh, I mean you have the British champion. Uh, the European champion, the Commonwealth champion, all these names will be cleaned up first come, first served. So if that's you, Connor, then uh, let's have it right. When you hear a fight like that, you know, Eubank Ben, that's so, so, such a, so much history. And Harlan, her, Eubank. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. But that started from yourself, you know, yourself fighting Nigel Ben, and you've carved this legacy and you've formed this legacy that it will still live on today. And you now got another generation where we see Harlem fight, uh, Harlem potentially fighting Conor Ben. Um, seeing that sort of, you've created that legacy and see it carried on today must be so exciting for, for yourself to see that. Well, you know, I don't want to let the public down because obviously, you know, I spoke to the boss and uh, it's why the first uh, uh, fiasco happened when they were talking about Junior and, uh, and Connor. Uh, looking at the weight difference, it wasn't allowed. The British Boxing Board of Control didn't allow it. Um, even though it may seem as though they had nothing to do with it, they did. Okay, there is a boss... Uh, who is in and amongst what happens with boxers in terms of weight differences. Okay, now this is the correct weight. Okay, so, you know, the win that the father, Nigel, wants against the Eubank, you know, that feather that he wants, he only can get through, uh, uh, he only can get, get it through the correct uh, 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 ways, and that is... Uh, at 147 pounds. So, you know, if Connor's up to it, if you're up to it, if you can actually, if you can go to the Boxing Board of Control and do what I had to do, which is bow to them. They are the law when it comes to boxing. You follow the Boxing Board of Control, you get your license, then that can happen. Up until then, you're just blowing, you're blowing hot air and, uh, and you're wasting away your career. And you're having people say, well, what is he? You know, I know that you're a great fighter. I know that I've always supported you. I know that you have nothing to do with any drugs. You know, what you do is follow the rules, get your license, so that we can start talking proper business. Okay, all right, then that's a stadium fight. I guarantee you that. And with you saying that about the British Boxing Court Border Control, is it scary what we see in the modern day where there's promoters who will want to try and overrule the board, you know, um, as we see with the Conor Ben situation that, you know, promoters are essentially sometimes are, could be bigger than the board? They don't, yeah, they don't try to overrule the board. They do overrule the board because they have lawyers and money. But it's wrong because it impacts on who? It impacts on the fighters. You know, weight... You know, eight pounds is a difference between the weights. So when there are, when you have a, a, a like a weight difference of, of sixteen pounds, it's criminal. It's criminal. It should not be allowed, and these people should be told to stop their nonsense. Okay, uh, again, and we're going to start it from from Conor Ben uh, against Harlem Eubank. Okay, it starts correct. Now there's a Eubank at one hundred and forty-seven pounds. You come down to the fighting class that you should be in, 
Okay, now you take care of that, then you can go on your way, clean up America, as I intend for this young man to do and have the opportunity to do. When you, we, the, the Conor Ben fight is something, you know, I've always said it to you, we've always spoke about it. Um, for it to be a p- proposition now, um, and you hear sort of the way that your uncle talks about the fight and you know, the way you feel about the fight, it must be so exciting that, you know, this could be on the horizon. Very exciting. It's, this is the big fight that's, I think, was always, was always meant to happen. Uh, I know that and he knows that and let's get it on. It's as simple as that. Yeah, and you know, Nigel, you can you can gruff and 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 puff, you know, and be as aggressive as you are, and you too, Connor, because you have the same traits as your father. I admire you because you follow what your father says. You know, a son should follow his father into hell, as you are doing. If the father says you come with me, okay. So I admire you for that. But your dad's wrong, okay. I don't have any argument with him. I'm just saying he's wrong. Follow the boxing board of control. Rules. You do not tear your license up. You, you do not tear up your license, and you do not uh, say that I can't deal with them. You're not bigger than them. You know they're the ones giving you a way through for you to become who you want to be. Okay, so I'm telling you the truth, and the truth will set you free. Now you know what I'm talking about. I don't want to go into spirituality of what we have spoken about in the past, but it's true. The truth will set you free. After that. Let's have it. Let's have it right. Yeah, Harlem. That's the man for you. If you can beat him, which you can't, which I don't think you can. Listen, I'm behind him. Like your dad is behind you, I'm behind my son, my nephew, my love. So, uh, so let me hear your response to that. Get your license and stop. Now you're, you're effectively hiding by not getting your license. You're hiding. So how long are you going to hide now? Now I've called you out. Now he's called you out. Huh? <laughs> maybe you're just, uh, maybe you're a rump. Maybe you're playing. Uh, if you're playing, we'll soon find out. Okay, all right. Just the last one for me, Chris. Um, throughout your career, you know, your, your toughness and when the pressure gets put to the max, you always had the ability to come through on top. Um, when you see that now compared to like, the modern day, how much inspiration do you feel like guys like Harlem and you know, many other fighters can take so much inspiration from your will to win and your character and your sort of integrity that you know, you're not going to give up and you try do anything to get the victory? Yeah, well, you know, that, that's just it. You know, you've got to stay in the fight until the last bell rings. You know, if you want to quit, you're not allowed to. That's how you inspire people and that's how you actually get to live the life of a king where you enjoy your career over and over and over and over. Why? Because you did it the right way. What is the right way? The, the right way is to do it with integrity. Honesty is the key. Okay? Train, live the life of. Train and live the life of the warrior. Not uh, a playboy. Not of a social media junkie. That's, that's not what this is about. This is not a game. It's a way of life. Uh, and, you know, I want to go back to Connor. Connor has lived that life. He's real. He's not one of those uh, misfits. I don't have anything against the misfits, because you've got to do something. The world moves on. But he's real, that Connor Ben. That's a fight I'd love to see. And now I'm, sorry, I have made the fight because we've talked about it. And the man is right here. So the person 
who's not actually uh, stepping up to the plate right now is Connor, because he doesn't have a license. Why? Because he won't bow to who I had to bow to. I bowed to them. That's why I beat his father. That's how I beat him. I was obedient to the rules. That's what you're going to have to do to actually beat a Eubank. If you can't, if you can't get a license, you can't have a fight. Okay, well, I leave that with you. Harlem, Chris, I want to say thank you for taking time to speak to me. really appreciate it. And, yeah, all the best for uh, the future and November the 10th as you take on Tino Schwarzkopf in Brighton. Thank you. Cheers. Sports Social Podcast Network.